I would like to acknowledge that this podcast is recorded on Jar Jar Wurrung country. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of this land and acknowledge leaders and elders past, present and future. Thank you. Hello and welcome. You are listening to Soul Care Bendigo's podcast, Naked. I'm your host, Gail Wilson, and together we will go through a series of storytelling, conversations and strategies about leaning into life's lessons, the good, the bad and the downright painful, as we journey back to ourselves and back to our intuition. Through the lens of witness and reflection, we will work our way through a series of raw, stripped-back, relatable topics and personal experiences. There will be laughter, tears and the occasional swear word because, hey, life is too short to hold back. So come along with me on this journey and let's talk life. You can follow and subscribe to Soul Care Bendigo's Naked to get notifications for upcoming episodes as they land in your space. So lend me your ears and your heart as we go through this journey together. Hello, hello, Soulies, and welcome to another episode of Soul Care Bendigo's podcast, Naked. Today is a bit of an interesting one because it's a reflection of something that's been going on for me lately. This episode is about giving yourself permission to slow down. What does that look like or what does that feel like and how do I know when I'm doing too much? For me recently, I have started my new business, Soul Care Bendigo. But it's not the only business that I do or have. Part-time, I work in my hairdressing salon in my home. Part-time, I work in admin and finance in our Wilson Plumbing Bendigo business. And then part-time, I also do Soul Care Bendigo, which is getting close to full-time. So as you can imagine, there is a lot going on for me. The tricky part is, is that I'm actually really good at doing a lot. I actually function and kind of enjoy the high of being busy, feeling important, achieving. But lately I've been finding that most of the things I've been doing, it's not that they've lost their sparkle, it's that I'm not 100% when I'm doing them. And this is normal. I'm sure many adults can feel this way, this reflection on dropping balls, a fogginess, a mindset that's overwhelming. And so for me, I've made a pretty drastic decision to take July off for the rest of my hairdressing appointments. There's still a few booked in, but what I'm doing is giving myself some space and grace. Now, as you can imagine, for anyone building a new brand and starting a new business, it is hustle, it is time-consuming, it is creatively exhausting, and all of that plus super awesome. Now, the tricky part is it's not necessarily making me any money at the moment. Not yet. And that really wasn't what I went into it for, but I also can't be naive to realize that our family needs money to survive. So I kept doing the hairdressing to top it up so that every time I wanted to invest in a radio ad or if I wanted to create some more pamphlets or some more marketing, the hairdressing paid and funded that. Now, doing it this way has meant that it's probably worn me out a bit faster. In hindsight, would I have been better to go and get like a small business loan to get going and get started rather than using our own personal funds to fund it. We had the funds there, so it seemed like a better option. But now I'm reassessing all of that and I've decided that I am going to go do a small business loan and that way the funds can be returned to the family and I can actually take the pressure off of having to feel the need to do the hairdressing to pay for the second job. 
So what that means is I'm closing the doors for uh, the hairdressing for July. There is some appointments already standing. There is in Victoria school holidays in this period, which means I can't work as much anyway because the three kids are home. But it's also going to mean a fairly big cut to our family's income. How do I know that I've taken the right risk? I think for me, it was all in that I had to decide what the biggest risk to my family was. Was it the money that I made in the salon, which gave us the flexibility to do more things, have nicer things, or was it the distracted mother is more damaging, that's quick to anger, a bit frustrated, that no one else is keeping up at the speed that she is? And so I've decided to reduce my income for the moment to give myself a bit of a break to return back to the foundations of the mother I want to be and the wife I want to be. And that means that, hey, instead of during the holidays, we don't go to the most expensive, super duper indoor play center, but instead we go to a free playground. Lots of families already do these things. That's their only option. And so it might be that we don't go to the cinemas and we don't attend gold class, but we just spend our time having friends over or having a movie night with our friends in the lounge room. So it's about finalizing and really reassessing where the risk is to the household and to the family and to myself, to be totally honest with you. The break in July isn't just going to be about me resting and recovering and recouping. I'm also training a new admin woman who's coming on for our plumbing business who will take over 85% of my role. This is so exciting. The tricky part for me is that because I am an achiever, because I am really good at functioning in high stress and high pressure, it's not that everything I'm doing isn't successful. It's more that when I think of all the things I have to do, it's very easy to get overwhelmed. Now, how does that feel in my body? You know, I love talking about this synamic side of how it registers in our body. So for me, I was feeling like right now I'm clenching my hands together, like I'm holding my hands together tightly. I can feel it. There's a tension in my shoulders. It's the rapid heartbeat and it's functioning in quite a hot body regularly. But then the memory of something I haven't done, like when the realization that a ball has dropped, and they can only be sometimes the smallest balls, like I didn't do the special lunch order day that everyone else in the school's getting, but my daughter's not getting because I actually didn't read the newsletter and then I just didn't get to it. And so they're little things, but a lot of them add up and a lot of them can make you feel like you're doing pretty useless at everything. And so that realization of when you've forgotten something or when you've disappointed someone on something that you said you'd do, it's then that sudden cold, that cold in the body, that, you know, the holding of the breath, almost a short but brief panic, which drops my core temperature way down to really, really cold. But then within seconds, it's raising it back up high again. So I'm kind of fluctuating in this hot, cold, hot, cold, hot, cold existence this tension in my hands, the curling of my toes in my feet, the squeezing of my shoulder blades together. It's also like a rapid heart rate and it's the shallow breath. Now for me personally, I have got some really good strategies in my system that when I can feel these things and I notice them, I actually can actively change it in the split second to go, whoa, Gail, whoa, come on, honey. And I'll talk to myself like a third person. It's okay. We'll just calm down. So I have got those tools. And if you guys don't yet, you soon will if you keep on this journey with me. And so I think the thing that I've realized is that I can acknowledge that these symptoms are happening in my body. 
And sometimes what I'll do to correct it is create planning. So I'll go to the calendar and I'll put all the dates in of everything and I'll do this really action masculine based strategy to not feel that way again. And that's an element that is really important, that self-organization, that self-management. But for me, I need more than that. So then it's sitting back to the breath. So I'll say, come on, we'll go back to the breath. And again, I'm talking to myself like a third person because the person who sits in these feelings I recognize within me is the young me. The young me in the people pleaser, the young me who gets tension when anything feels not right. Lots of people feel this way. It's not just me. But I realized that as a strategy to calm myself, I'll actually talk to myself like a younger person. So it'll be like, it's okay, come on, we'll do some breaths together. And I can have that dialogue, that internal dialogue that supports myself and brings me back down. And then I'll return to the breath. Personally, I don't use wine or alcohol as a way of calming myself down at the end of the day. There are many, many humans that do. I'll tell you the two reasons why I don't do this. Firstly, as you'll know if you listen to my unusual body, I have an unusual kidney. Alcohol is the fastest way to dehydrate your body and my kidney just can't have that. It can't have that. So I can't use alcohol or a glass of wine and I don't want to, to be honest, to calm my nerves at the end of the day. When I return to my breath work, I find that it feels like when I've done it well and I've committed a full four minutes to it, I feel like I've had three glasses of wine. So I've got that euphoric sensation. I've got that tingle in my legs. So I did a bit of a test on myself in which treatment plan served me better. The glass of wine at the end of the day, which seems harmless, or this breath work. And for me personally, it was about returning to the breath. My taste buds weren't altered. I wasn't dehydrated. It didn't cost me any money. As someone who's really keen on the barefoot investor, I'm really mindful of where I might spend my money. And it wasn't showing my kids that alcohol is a strategy to recover from the end of the day. I do drink alcohol. I love having a drink with my friends slowly, considerately. I don't do shots. I don't do sculling. I'm really mindful that I have kids around me, so I really want them to witness alcohol in sort of a more of a positive way. But equally, they'll see me have friends over and we just have cups of tea. So I really want the message to be for them that they can choose when is appropriate and they can say no and they can realize what their body needs or what it doesn't need. So that's probably the biggest message that I can give them. And so it's that these are the symptoms that my body is experiencing. What is working for me when I'm in this heightened state? So obviously I need the immediate release, the breath work, even singing for me, singing a song that I know. So getting in the car, maybe if I'm driving and singing to a song, that always calms me down. The breath work calms me down. A shower calms me down. Anything with water calms me down. And so I've learned these little strategies along the way to help bring myself back to neutral. Now in the big picture, and I've had a conversation with my family to say, I'm not going to do much hairdressing for the next month. I know my business is still building and it's not bringing us in any money. We have another business that does bring us in money. So we're not going to be totally putting ourselves at risk of anything dire. But that kids, I'm just going to ask and let you know that I am doing a bit too much. I've got a bit too much on my plate. These holidays will probably be a little bit more basic compared to others. And I'm asking for you not to whinge or complain about that because it's just what I need right now. 
It also means that the mum you get is going to be more regularly active in listening to what you're saying without scrolling on her phone and thinking she needs to get straight back to an email. It's also about that I'll have the time to sit with you and not be on my laptop at the same time. And that's because I had too much on my plate. I've also stepped back from some of the roles that I was on in the committees in my school. Again, the complication of this is that everything I do, I do really well. And when I'm in the zone, I'm very focused and I can achieve a lot. It's more this overwhelming accountability that I was feeling really connected to and actually really burdened by. So for example, the school committee was not even overly demanding. It's not really doing a lot, but it was something that I had to respond to. So I had to respond to messages and I had to be available for dinners a couple of times a year. And then when functions came up, I needed to be hands on board. I'm happy to do that, but I don't necessarily want to be in a leadership position with it at the moment. I'd rather be, it's the day of the event. Tell me if you want me to set up tables. Tell me if you want me to do chairs. I just can't think and make any more decisions other than the ones I'm having to make that are critical to my family and my business growth. So the permission to slow down, the permission to give yourself some grace and space, weighing up the risk on if we don't have as much money, how does that look for our family versus if mum's burnt down, immune system goes to shit, we have plenty of money, but a mum that's knackered, exhausted, grumpy, is it all for anything? Is it even worth it? I don't think so. And that's why I made that decision to take July off. And then I've also made the decision that I'm closing my hairdressing business. After 24 years in the industry, 13 years in a room at my house, I'm closing it in November. This has caused much upheaval, much frustration, and much grief for a lot of people who truly just love coming to my salon. My salon's so affordable. So the idea of trying to find somewhere where the prices might be triple what they've been paying in my little space, is really scary and frightening. I'm trying to find appropriate hairdressers to pass people onto, knowing that they'll be loved and cared and nurtured the way that I did, and that seems to be working out okay. I've aligned a few clients already and they seem to be pretty happy. And again, it's just another weight off the shoulders really. Soul Care Bendigo is building really beautifully. It takes time. I've got to remember I'm only 16 weeks in. But if you're a natural go-getter and a natural hustler, you want more, faster. Let's do it. Why isn't everyone seeing the value in this? What's happening? Why is it so slow? It's not slow. Like if I'm still in this space in 18 months time, maybe I'd questioned the product that I'm putting out or the branding or how people perceive me or where they see the value or what services I add. But I know it's actually just needs time and grace. And to be honest, I'm kind of thankful that it hasn't exploded the way I envisioned it to look in three years time straight away because I'd probably be rocking in a corner. So when we think about giving ourselves permission to ask for leave, even if you don't have a holiday booked and all the kids are at school, if we ask for permission from our partners to slow down and cut our jobs back, making an informed decision on where we can cut back maybe in the family's expenses, there will be a little bit of discomfort and pain because we're so used to our affiliation with money and our affiliation of having all the things. But I think once we cut back a month, six months later, it's not really that missed. It's really not that missed. And it really comes back to, you know, that gift that, dare I say, COVID-19 gave a few of us. It took so much from so many. For some of us, it gave us a space to breathe, some time to slow down. 
for siblings to reconnect that aren't racing from sport to sport to achievement to achievement, to remember how to play together again, to remember how else to spend their time and get their creativity back. And we all thought we'd learnt something, didn't we? We all thought we'd learnt that we really acknowledge the value in slowing down and not being overcommitted. But I feel like collectively we're worse than ever. Is it the introduction of brands like Instagram where we're seeing other people achieving and we think we're meant to be at that same road? Is it this sense of wanting to maintain connection and relationship and people-pleasing? It's probably all of the above. But for me, I'm saying, no, pause. I'm happy to go without the money. I'm happy to find cheaper other ways to do life. I'm happy to be switching off from devices and creating better boundaries in how I run my small business. And I know it's inconvenient for a lot of people, but I'm just saying, nope, love ya, sorry, but nope, this is me, slowing down. Now, let's talk about how this feels in my body. My hands have loosened, my toes have uncurled, my chest is full like a nice round barrel when I breathe. My shoulders have dropped. There's no wrinkles on my forehead when I look at the mirror while I'm speaking to you. There's a twinkle in the eye. There's a softer in the laughter. And the humour is different. It's less sarcastic, less harsh, less shit-stirring. It's just a bit more softer and playful and juvenile and silly. I like that part of me. I want to get her back. But she needs space. She needs time. So have a feeling in your body. Are you doing too much? Have you overcommitted? Do you have the bravery to say, nope, I'm slowing down. I'm easing back. What a gift you could give yourself and your family and your relationships around you. And do it before it's too late. Do it before you're rocking in the corner, losing your shit. Do it while you can see it in the reflection. Do it while you see the potential that the space could offer you. So my takeaway from today, my little pocket rocket reflection on the end of my solo episodes. What are you saying yes to that you don't really want to? How does your body feel day to day? What happens when your head hits the pillow at the end of the day? Is there one thing you can disconnect from today if you're feeling overwhelmed? No excuses. No worrying about who it's going to hurt or what it's going to affect. You are not selfish for this. You are not selfish for this. It's recognising our limits. A car has a speed limit. Our shops have opening and closing times. So where's your limit? And if you've reached it, if you're feeling it in your body, if you can identify and resonate with this hot and cold feeling, this gasping, this madness at yourself that you didn't get something done or you forgot, either a shame or a frustration, come back to your breath. Four breaths in, four breaths out, for eight rounds. When you sink deeper into peace, four breaths in, hold at the top with a full belly for four beats. Hold, breathe in for four beats. Hold at the top for four beats. Breathe out for four beats. Hold at the bottom at empty for four beats. Breathe in for four beats. Hold at the top. Out for four beats. A cycle of five of those will get you tingling again. 
will get you feeling lighter, softer, slower. I really encourage you to do those breath works seated. And before you stand, make sure you've returned to your normal natural breath. And when you first stand, put your two feet on the ground and just stay in still for five seconds. If there's any lightheadedness, just allow your time for your body to catch up to your new request, which is standing and walking. As you take your first steps, make them slow, make them count, make them mindful, make them purposeful. Don't rush. Don't go straight back into what you just stepped out of. Enjoy this feeling. Enjoy this slowness. Enjoy this softness. Together, we can feel lighter. We can put ourselves first. And we can make better, healthier steps on our new version of busy, our new version of achieving. Of course, making sure if you're feeling really overwhelmed, go and see a GP, book in for a counselling session. If you know that you're meant to be on medication and you've stopped taking it because you haven't had time to get your prescription filled, go and fill it. This is your permission to put yourself first. Don't wait until you're rocking in a corner. Love yourself now. You've only got one body, one life. Enjoy it. It is my absolute honour to speak with you today. This is a wonderful way to create connection for whoever might be out there, whoever might be listening. Remember, we are all connected through the finest of threads. Take care, Solis. We'll chat again soon. And that's all for today, folks. As always, thank you for letting me your ears and your hearts. I feel so grateful and blessed to be able to share these stories with you and bring us together as a community. This is Gail Wilson, and this is Soul Care Bendigo's podcast, Naked. Don't forget to follow and subscribe so that you get notifications on the next episode as it lands. Take care and just be kind to yourself.